I want to talk to you just a couple of, of applications for you as a group leader that I didn't, I, I hit on Sunday mornings, but I just wanted to give to you as you move into the summer from, from 2 Timothy. First and 2 Timothy, Titus are called the pastoral epistles, and they are, as I've spent time with them the last few months, I thought you could do an entire pastoral training, you know, all-inclusive seminar just from those books. They're so packed full of pretty much everything's in there. So the first one is just, to, and Rodney will talk about this, but from 1 Timothy, 2 Timothy, just train for godliness. And as you think about the summer, I know you're thinking about dialing down in a lot of ways. If you have teenagers, kids, you're dialing up in other ways. But think about, and we have a chance to reflect on this, what does it mean to train for godliness? And you will be refreshed and blessed if you do that. And so you say, I want to rest, I want to break. I promise you, you will be more rest when the fall's over if you, if you do some training for godliness. And don't frame it like, great, one more thing to do. No, frame it like, what can I do this summer to dig for treasure, treasure you can actually find? It might be just read one book. And if you're wondering what book to read, what are you thinking about you'd like to grow in, you could ask a friend or ask, ask one of the staff. We could probably give you, point you in that direction. Maybe you want to have one or two longer quiet times but anyway, think about what does it look like to train for godliness. The second from 2 Timothy is to invest, and we're going to talk about that. Rodney will talk about that some as well. So this is not just one more thing for a leader to do. This is the one thing to do as a leader. And it will be, it will be the greatest satisfaction of your life in ministry-wise. I'm not discounting family, but looking back, on your life, the greatest satisfaction in your ministry will be having looked back and seen where God's allowed you to multiply leaders. And that's really, really um, important, something that you can do. And again, it's not necessarily adding something to your life. And as we tell stories here in a minute, you can tell stories, hopefully some people can tell stories of how you've invested and how those people have stepped up and grown. Very often it's just including them in what you're doing already. Third is to remember that whole... Um, be a blue-collar truth worker, a workman who does not need to be ashamed, correctly handles the word of truth. And I love that workman, just a workman. Just be a, a blue-collar truth worker. And part of that is, is in terms of, I know a lot of you are dialing your groups down, but as you think about the next fall, one of the, one of the ongoing challenges for leaders is how do, you, how do you divert, keep the conversations flowing towards what's true and good? How do, you, how do you avoid godless chatter <laughs> in group life? And you don't, so think about our coffee content model. You don't want to control every conversation that happens during when the group's together, when guys are hanging out or gals are hanging out before and after. But you absolutely do want to control what you talk about during the content time when you're in the Bible study. And I know it can be like herding cats at times. People get off on politics or COVID or whatever, but it's really important to, to make sure that you're modeling during the content time, and, and there's, it's, some of you are really good at it, and if, if you feel like you need, like, what do they call it, classroom control, some of you teachers are really good at class, what's that? Classroom, classroom management, exactly. So Lisa can train you on how to do classroom management in your group if you need help, but part <laughs> But part of it really is, it's, it's really important to, 
during the content time to make sure that the content stays on track and not let it go off into the chatter. And then how do you do that? 2 Timothy 4.2, correct, rebuke, and encourage. I know correct and rebuke sounds really bad and horrible, but Neil and I were talking this morning. I've been corrected and rebuked in ways that really I felt loved. And so it doesn't all have... uh, Correct, rebuke, and encourage can all go together. So part of what you want to do as you think about your group next year is, is how do I keep it really going towards the focused on God's Word and the application to our lives and not getting off into other things.